Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets overnight, we saw US equities falling as familiar concerns such as stagflation and higher interest rates resurfaced. The S&P 500 is currently down 1.4% on the day and sitting at a fresh two-month low. The risk-averse mood didn't extend to equities. Uh, sorry, didn't extend to currencies and bonds, though. The US dollar uh, underperforming, uh, with risk-sensitive currencies doing pretty well, and bond yields uh, pretty much contained. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.2% on the day, with the Aussie rising from 72.51 to 73.04. And the Kiwi dollar up from 69.32 to 69.82. Uh, the Aussie Kiwi cross, not much direction there, ranging between 104.40 and 104.75. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield rose two basis points to 0.28%, but the 10-year yield was really a sideways ranging affair between 1.46 and 1.51%. And a similar story in the Australian government bond market futures overnight, the three-year yield between 0.5 and 0.51, and 10-year yield between 1.5 and 1.54. In the commodity markets, the standout was oil. Brent crude oil futures rose 2.5%, $81, which is a three-year high, with other oil instruments uh, making even longer multi-year highs. Uh, there was some news out overnight from OPEC Plus, which agreed to increase its output in a gradual manner, uh, up 400,000 barrels per day in November, but markets were expecting an increase of about 800,000, so disappointment there, helping to push the price higher. Uh, we heard from the largest oil company in the world, Saudi Aramco, who said that the global natural gas shortage has boosted crude consumption by around 500,000 barrels per day. So, yeah, demand for oil very, very strong at present. In the other commodities, we saw uh, copper rising 1.1% and gold up 0.3%. Other bits and pieces of news out overnight, not really market moving, but uh, in the US, we had US factory order data for the month of August, um, slightly beat expectations and fairly solid uh, report overall. And we heard from FAMC member Bullard, who's known as a bit of a hawk. Um, he continued to warn of upside inflation risks. He's worried that it could take longer for these uh, current inflation pressures to subside, and that could start to change inflation expectations. And he's looking for a core inflation to be around the 2.8% mark next year. On the day, what's out that could be market moving? Uh, down under, the highlight will clearly be the RBA meeting. Its October meeting is likely to result in uh, no change to any of the policy settings or the guidance. Uh, that said, markets still will be watching that uh, for any subtle uh, shift in the narrative. Uh, we're all, we've also got the August trade balance out. Uh, this is expected to narrow on lower iron ore prices. In New Zealand, we'll have the third quarter QSBO Business Opinion Survey. Uh, this is a very comprehensive, uh, probably the most comprehensive of the business surveys in New Zealand, and lots and lots of good detail, including on pricing pressures, which uh, the market will be dissecting. Overall, we expect to see a, a sharp drop in activity uh, due to the lockdowns, which kicked off in mid-August. Mid, uh, then further afield, Northern Hemisphere, uh, not too much going on for markets. Uh, Japan's got its uh, September CPI. Um, uh, markets looking for about a minus 0.1% annual uh, inflation rate. 
And in the US, uh, ICM non-manufacturing survey is about as exciting as it gets, so I don't think that'll be a market ruffler either. Well, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.